0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Bit About Crypto, Season Two, the new version. I'm David James, the Job Whisperer, and I'm back with my ever-so-faithful companion, co-host Robo Recruiter David Hampton.
1: How's it going? How's it going, David?
0: It's going, going well, man. It's been a while since we've uh, we've done this, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess it's just been the rhythm of of business getting in the way of the fun,
0: per se. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we we started the podcast, right? So we can actually per- perpetuate uh, awareness to our recruiting firm, Blockchain Recruiters. And now it's been so successful uh, in getting the word out that we have too much work and we haven't been able to podcast, right? And so right. we made a commitment. Yeah, our last podcast actually dropped live May, uh, the third week of May of 2022. And I think it was April. I think it was April 15th. Well, okay. Um, you know what? I'm not going to question you on the dates because you've got that kind of like big, beautiful mind. So gonna... <laughs> hey, yeah. so we're up. so I'm David James, the Job Whisperer, and uh, Dave Hampton. He's the Robo Recruiter. And why do they call you the Robo Recruiter, Dave? Uh,
1: because I'm relentless when it comes to pursuing and matching up the best talent in the industry, whatever industry that may be.
0: The man does not lie. I will testify. So anyhow, so we're blockchain recruiters. And if you want to find us, you can find us at blockchainrecruiters.org. And um, if yeah, if you are actually so, I'm I'm David J, D A V I D J at blockchainrecruiters.org, and Dave Hampton, he's Dave at blockchainrecruiters.org. If hey, if you're looking for uh, people, uh, you call David. If you're looking for a job, you call me. So anyhow,
1: you know, it's it's really funny that we. Slight like correction there so it's, it's blockchainrecruiters.net is our website you can find david at dj at blockchainrecruiters.org myself at dave at blockchainrecruiters.org as well
0: yeah or okay. google because we we've messed it up so sorry guys you know like i said we've been a little rusty and uh, we don't have an engineer you're looking at it anyhow uh so thank you for that uh, robo recruiter dave hampton mm-hmm. You know, when we actually first started uh, Blockchain Recruiters and then we actually started the podcast, it was interesting. We wanted to actually give people who had a great idea or a great story a voice. Right. And we've we've met so many amazing people, people that, you know, uh, because the space is very crowded right now. And I've I've found what I've personally learned, David, is is that we're a little bit more selective and who can just come on to the show. Right. We're. uh, you know, we curate better, it's like, it better be something intriguing, it better be something new. And uh, just, just a little backstory about me, you know, growing up in Southern California, you know, Zen, Chi, yoga, meditation, vegetarian, hemp clothing, social awareness, no nukes, all that kind of stuff, you know, that was pretty predominant, right? More, more so than, than a lot of the kids that were my age that grew up in other places. And so, you know, speed the tape of all these years, I get into recruiting with you, David, and then we get into crypto and specifically blockchain recruiting. And then I hear, you know, so what happens is just for you guys who are listening, you know, Dave Hampton, he's the one that's screening everybody in to be a potential client. And once he brings the clients in, I'm actually making sure that the clients are being served with candidates. And he, and Dave Hampton tells me, I, I've got these guys, they've got this idea called Zen Zenbase, Zencoin, and you get paid crypto to meditate. And uh, I said, okay, uh, so with no further ado, let's turn it over to Jesse Freelander and his compadre, Connor. Connor, what's your last name? Chase. Yeah, Connor Chase. All right. And so you guys are Zenbase. So... So let's, uh, why, why don't you just give us the, like the Reader's Digest version of what the coin is, and then we'll just dig into you guys individually.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I appreciate the introduction, and you got yourself a show right here. So to give you a little background of what Zenbase is, is we've created a meditation platform that incentivizes users with cryptocurrency to meditate. So tell everybody your name so they can match your name
0: to your voice for the listeners, the so people aren't watching on video.
2: Yeah, so you can hear my voice. I'm Jesse Freelander, and hey. my partner. Uh, my name is
3: Connor Chase. So I'm the CEO, co-founder, head of design at Zenbase. Jesse is uh,
0: the president of Zenbase. So you you guys have designed a platform that pays people to meditate. Yes, sir. Okay, so before we get into this, okay, everybody's clear on what that is. That's like to me, that's like saying, hey, we've designed a flying saucer. Right, that's like I'm, I'm. I'm all. I mean, I understand the concept. I just want to see how it works. So, but to you guys specifically, right? So let's just talk with you, Jesse, first. And so, so Connor told uh, what he, he's the
2: CEO and co-founder. What's your role? So, I mean, roles they can be very arbitrary. So, as a CEO, me as a president, really, all our responsibilities blend. Hmm. Now, we understand. He, that. He is a UI designer, and so he definitely takes expertise in that level. While management, content creation, investor relations, PR, all those responsibilities blend between me and him. But overall, I mean, we are doing our best. We just moved in with each other, and so it's nonstop work around the clock. We both quit our jobs, making sure that ZenBase is getting to where we truly feel that it can help the world and reward people for benefiting themselves. So you guys have burned your boats, right? It's ride or die. Burn her boats, but didn't burn the bridges.
0: And no, 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 and then you don't even say anything about burning a bridge, right? It's it's ride or die for you guys.
2: Yes, sir. Risk yeah. it for the biscuit.
0: Yeah, risk it for the biscuit. <laughs> yeah. die right now. Yeah. So so before we get into like your stories and all that kind of stuff, I want to ask you this first, Connor. Let's hear about like what your meditation program is on a daily basis. Right? Let's just hear whatever you like going within type activities are for you daily.
3: So my meditation regimen is just sitting on my butt 20 minutes a day or lying down and just listening to, I personally prefer meditation music. So just like a lot of ambiance and, you know, background textures. I don't know. It just gets my mind in a certain place, but I also do yoga a couple of times a week um, and just, you know, try to train my brain. It's just like a muscle in the gym. You got to exercise it. And I like to exercise it every day, or at least try to.
0: So I've heard you say that you meditate, is that 20 minutes every day? Yes. Okay. And is a specific time of the day? <laughs> uh, I like to meditate after the gym personally. Okay. So you, you, you do yoga twice a week, you go to the gym, how often?
3: Uh, the gym, it's like, well, ever since he moved in, it's been like six to seven times per week. Yeah, so we're hitting the gym hard.
0: (laughs) And uh, what about you, Jess?
2: Yeah, so I guess my meditation regimen is anytime I'm off and not meditating for a couple days, I definitely start noticing a huge difference in my thought patterns. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You go a whole day without meditating?
0: I I skits out sometimes. Now I know why Connor moved in. You need an accountability office. <laughs>
2: right. So that, that's, that's honestly, that's a really good point, man. Is that for a majority of America? And I was, so I'm right now we're creating the introduction course when people enter into ZenBase. Yeah. And through that, I just did some research past couple of days. And I found out that in America, only 7% of people have even tried meditation once. That's 7%. Meaning that if somebody does practice mindfulness on a daily regimen, that their vibrations, their thought patterns is drastically different than the majority of America. And it's the same thing, like, not to get a little deep into it, I mean, we can get into it later, but just from what I found out yesterday in a statistic that I read was that Over 20% of people are on psychiatric medications that treat the symptoms of depression and anxiety. Over 66% of America are on prescribed medications. Yet through thousands of years of humanity, we've learned that the best remedy for being comfortable with yourself, for reducing the amount of egoic thought and how much, I guess, schizophrenia everyone has, and actually starting to listen to the outside world instead of your thoughts, That meditation as a practice has been oppressed and censored because they want to cure the symptoms instead of the root cause. So that's exactly like why we find meditation so important is so we can provide this medication to the masses in really trying to alleviate people from reaching out and have them begin from just listening to what's going on within.
0: So what I heard you say is go within or you go without.
2: Pretty much, pretty much. Like, we're, it's, it's what society trained us to do.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm older than you guys, right? And as I'm listening to you talk, when I was a kid, there was none of this, uh, hey, ask your doctor if Lipitor is right for you. It's like, well, what, what's it even do? I got to make an appointment with my doctor to find out if this thing, I mean, it's like, you know, pharmaco- pharma is big business. Keeping you addicted to uh, psychotropics is big business. And, you know, there are a lot of people who take it, take a personal uh, interest in seeing that people stay addicted to that. But in my mind, I digress. So, so uh, Connor, how old are you?
2: <laughs> yeah, let's just pass the
0: pharmaceutical subject. We don't want to wars we right here. here. <laughs> Connor, how old are you? Uh, I'm 24. What about you, Jesse? How old are you? 23. Okay. So uh just... So Connor, let's start with you and tell me about your life where you actually like grew up and, and specifically where where did the the spiritual shift, right? Because most 23 year olds aren't trying to get people to meditate. All right. That's kind of selfless when you think about it. Right. It's, it's, and and kind of thankless. So, So talk to me about that. Where'd you grow up? What were your sports? What did you do?
3: Yeah. So, uh, I grew up in Orlando, Florida. I uh, lived there for like 20 plus years. And, uh, actually I've known this kid since high school. So we've been buddies since high school. And, uh, we actually went to college in the same region of South Florida. Uh, he went to a school like 30 minutes away. But, uh, anyways, how this kind of came about is I had this girlfriend. She's obviously an ex-girlfriend now. She put me on to meditation. <laughs> Only good thing that came out of that relationship. So I was meditating.
0: That's right. Yeah. What what yeah, what's her name? What's her name? What's her first name? Uh I can't divulge that on this podcast, but maybe at another time. Okay. Well what, <laughs> we're, gonna call, we're gonna call her Ann. Right? This girlfriend. Ann. Yeah, let's, let's call Annie. Annie. Okay.
2: Or we can call her
0: Angel. <laughs> yeah. A- Angel. And for you you're listening because we we still know that you're you Connor. Uh, that was a backhanded compliment, okay? <laughs> the meditate angel. Anyhow, go on. That's just how life goes. But anyway, so I
3: was learning to meditate, meditated consistently for a year or so, and one day I was using the Brave browser. And if anyone doesn't know what that is, it's basically a web browser that rewards you with cryptocurrency for viewing the internet. You get so that. that. Um, the basic attention token. Exactly. Yep. yep. So exactly. So one day I I was just meditating and I had the idea, I remember it so vividly, the alarm went off telling me, hey, it's time to stop. And that's when I had the idea to kind of merge these two unique industries together. So as soon as I was done, man, I give Jesse a call. I'm like, Jesse, I got it. (laughs) And like 30 minutes later, he's rushing over in his car, over at my place in 30 minutes we start drafting the first white, white paper for meditate to earn the, the whole concept yeah. every
2: every good story has
0: to have an all-nighter and that, yeah. that's what happened well, so so everybody so basically we know nothing about connor other than he lived at he's 23 24 <laughs> he's 24 and he's lived he lived in orlando for 20 yeah. plus years right 20 plus and years yeah I, yeah i guess was the not plus years like just started last week Right. And there was a girl that he's not with anymore. that got him into meditating and now he's on the whiteboard with Jesse. So Jesse, so we know nothing about you. You're like a secret agent, man, but anyhow, we'll come back to you.
2: Jesse, let's hear about you. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely, definitely. Similar story. Many different paths, (laughs) but I guess to focus it on my path towards Zen base, and where i did get into spirituality was my mom she was a yoga teacher her whole life and just like fitness instructor and so of course i was i guess exposed to that reality yet never went to any of her classes never did anything that she taught yep. until i reached high school and discovered hot yoga i found a liking towards it although i didn't become very involved in it i did go a couple times a week with my friends or like a couple times a month at some periods until, I guess, college, freshman year, that's when it really changed for me. And I was around 19 years old. And I I remember that, yes, I was like meditating, but I never really looked into the practice. And during that period of time, I had my, my cousin pass away that I was very close with. And from that experience, I really... It was the first loss that I had in my life where I truly experienced suffering. Like I've never really had someone that close to me, that close to the family as well. And from that suffering, it really allowed me to dive deeper into why I was suffering and why people suffer. And obviously at that time, I didn't have any of the answers because I was just stuck in my schizophrenic thoughts. And so I'd say in December, just a couple, like a month or two after I pulled the trigger and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to India. I'm just going to find out like what is going on, why my mind is thinking, why people suffer. And I'm going to try and study the sutras or I, I got my yoga license. And so it was like a 200 hour course for a month.
0: And you did it in India.
2: Yeah, in Rishikesh, India.
0: Yeah, you made a comment. I want to not get too far away. You said you had schizophrenic thoughts. Are you being facetious?
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, schizophrenia is a very broad
0: term. Yeah, I mean, that's thinking things are there when they're not, right? At least my my readers' non-clinical impression of that. So when it's like, did this did this traumatic event actually create dysphoria that got made you schizophrenic? But you were just kidding.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I have a I guess I have a different definition of schizophrenia. It's really, I guess a better word to use is egoic or Yeah, man. You
0: know, that, that that's actually me and David.
2: Yeah, and that that's all humans. Like we we have been programmed to think and solve problems. Yet school systems indoctrination does not teach us to listen to the world as loud as our thoughts.
0: But that's the thing about Dave Hampton. His ego is so huge. <laughs> I'm there because I'm so humble that I'm able to do like, <laughs> in a loving way. Oh, it's, the irony, David. <laughs> right, the fault and the perfection. Yeah, so I understand. My, my one fault is I'm perfect. And I just I struggle with that all the time. Anyhow, I'm totally kidding. And that's not accurate. And David does not have an ego. <laughs> I mean, not not the one, the way I described it, you're right about that. You're very, you're right about what you're saying. So, okay. So, you know, you know, you guys are at the, the age where you hit the streets and you meet the people that kids your age meet. Right. And everybody went off in their own direction. It's like, okay, we're out of high school. I guess we're going to college. And you guys are going to college. It's like, nah, man, we're going to do ZenCoin. So you, so, so talk about the what behind this thing. Right. It, it, so How did we get there? Tell us about the whiteboard and tell us what the uh, iterations are and where we are now.
3: Yeah, so the reasons for starting ZenBase are different between the two of us. Um, I'll tell my side on why I think ZenBase is important to me. And I'm sure Jesse has a pretty similar, but of course, different explanation. So I'm always, I'm a self-improvement guy. I like to do whatever I can to uh, make sure that I'm being the best version of myself that I possibly can be uh, just for me and everyone else in my life. So when I look at meditation, I look at it um, as a tool, obviously. So I read somewhere uh, that meditation can help boost creativity and problem solving abilities. And I took a look at that and I thought, man, what if everybody on the planet were to just sit down for at least five minutes per day, and meditate and express this unfound creativity and problem-solving capabilities. And I thought, what's the best way to do that? So we made a platform that is completely free to use and is scalable. And I believe, well, that's my reason for wanting to start ZenBase. My, my personal belief is if every single person on this planet meditated, we would have 10 times more Elon Musk's.
0: <laughs> yeah, but think about if,
3: I, I don't know if that's such a good thing, though.
0: Well, well hold having a bunch of- but, but, but I, I understand the spirit of oh, what like Twitter. Think about this. Think about if, if Donald Trump or Putin or Z or, you know, the, the guy in Korea. Right. Think, think about that. These guys spent like 30 minutes on mindfulness a day. How how maybe there could be like a de-escalation in some of the chaos. And let's say that some of the people that ran some of our media channels, right? And, and and I don't care what anybody says, and I try and stay apolitical on this show, but I believe that the media really has, they cater to keep their base angry, right? They're the liberal channels, they want to keep them angry, right? And they want, and the conservative channels, they want to keep their base angry. So people will-
1: That's how they make money.
0: I understand, right? And uh, you know, there are human traffickers and drug dealers who make money and assassins who make money. And I'm, I'm talking about all these people. I'm talking about you know we're, we're talking about people that that are consciously hurting the world and people are hurting the world without realizing they're hurting the world. If they were to subscribe, what you guys are talking about, it, it, it's 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 like think about how many fist fights would be avoided, right? Think about how much road rage would be avoided. I mean, I, I don't yeah. know. It's-
1: to to me, it's interesting because here's the thing about meditation. Meditation is the whole idea behind it is it, it's it's for self improvement, right? It's to help you clear your mind. It's help to like clear the thoughts, right? It's to I don't really have a hard time going to sleep because at night I just I'm able I I I, I practice it quite a bit in my life. Uh, I was part of uh, large uh, studies with the military, working with Navy SEALs, implementing like uh, mindfulness techniques and and to helping them. And uh, it works. I can I can I can attest to how 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 well it works. And uh, and so, but here's the thing that's interesting. It's it's for self improvement. And if you go with the adage of hey, uh, you know we we people do what's in their best self interest. Here's here's where I think people don't do. It. It's when it's when the path of uh, least resistance. Inter- if it if it's too hard to do, sometimes I think people just don't do it. Right. I mean, you guys are in the gym six, seven days a week. That's work. That's hard work. Right. And the incentive is to improve. But it takes work to do. You got to be motivated. You got to be interested in doing that. Right. And and so to me, it's it's it, to me, it's ironic how well it, it's it, it. It does this. But people are, you know, it's interesting how, you know, you guys. Um, it's not for the faint of heart what you guys are doing. Yes,
2: yeah, yeah. So you bring up a great point, because that is the grand paradox of meditation, is that when people or all of us, when we are trying to improve ourselves and become something beside ourselves, we are not present and we are not in the meditative state. And so it's that idea whenever we are meditating, and let's say we're meditating for 30 minutes and we're trying to reach a point so we can clear mind in the future, and we're trying to reach a point outside ourselves, that takes us away from the present moment, which is the grand paradox. And I'm guessing what prevents a lot of people from meditation, because they're doing it for, you can say, the long or benefits, instead of just being in the moment, in realizing that there is nothing more perfect than what is happening right now.
0: It's funny, the Dalai Lama once made a comment, he was told that he actually had to double up on his schedule. His, you know, his 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 calendar was like double booked or extra booked. He says very busy today. Must meditate longer.
3: <laughs> I heard that.
0: Right? Yeah. So anyhow, so Jesse, have you been to India?
2: Yeah. So like you, the yoga thing. Sorry, exactly. me. Yeah. Like I was saying, I, I went to Rishikesh. Trying to that. take. It. Okay. Oh, sorry. So Jesse's
0: been. Connor, have you been to India? No, it's on my list. David, have Hampton, David Hampton, have you been to India? He's, he's setting this up. He never asks the questions without
1: realizing what what where the answer is going to. I'm just, and, I, and I'm then, just, then he's going to say, "Hey, I went to
0: India too. Huh, look, look at that! that. <laughs> <laughs> I too am one of the chosen, enlightened people who have like pilgrimages to India, and so I too have an uninvolved partner who just refuses to." To yeah. India. he he went
1: right before COVID struck. <laughs> During COVID, it was awful. But it, it, <laughs> he, he was, was he was in India, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey man, I gotta come home. Back. I gotta
2: come home earlier." I'm like, "No, you don't stay there. You're getting, you know." David, you know, I was there at the same time period. Uh, I I was there at the exact period where
0: where Trump had said nobody from the EU could come to the United States, and an hour later Modi had said nobody from the EU could come to India because they didn't want people coming from India from EU to India. Get to the United States and bring that nasty COVID with them. I was literally in customs when that happened. Were you there then too, March 6th?
2: I, I was in December, January of
0: 2019 and 2020. Yeah. So I was in Delhi. He was 20, yeah, so he was there. He was there in March of
2: 2020. Yeah. Like literally, like, he got back
1: in like the next day. I remember this literally because he got back and like Monday was the day that, that uh, Governor Newsom announced, hey, we're shutting it down. On like, Thursday, it was that week. Huh.
0: Yeah, I, it was the funny thing about that. It's just for you. I literally, when I flew, we flew from California. We went over the United States. We crossed to Europe. Right. And then we dropped in right over into India. And then when we went home, instead of going back that way, we went over China, over Russia, down, down Alaska. All right. And I literally, I literally went around the world in one direction. And then when I got out, everything was closed. There, there were only five people in the plane from San Francisco to, to San Diego and, and everything was closed. And there's a part of me that says, you know, like the twilight zone, if I could just fly around the world the other way, this would all be back to normal because my life hasn't been normal since. I mean, literally since COVID happened, but I want to talk about the coin. I want to talk about how, because we really, we really haven't talked about the crypto and the coin and the offering and how that's going to work.
3: Yeah, so it's um, cryptocurrency token um, built on the Polygon network in house. It's our domestic in app currency. hasn't been released yet, uh, but you can read about the tokenomics on our white paper, which is available on our website.
2: Yeah, I can. I mean, we got we got another thirty minutes. So I, I can help and go go if through we... a little bit how it works. And then, so it's on
0: the so basically, you're a layer three solution on the polygon, right? Correct? On the polygon network? Yeah. Right. Look on, on each. Yeah.
2: Correct. So what that what that means for the user is that we get to utilize the blockchain of Polygon. While we do code in Solidity, our smart contracts are integrated with our application and also web server. And so what that allows us to do in any type of transactions is have literally less than a cent for transaction fees and Maybe less than three seconds for any transaction time. Okay, that. that's that's the great part about Polygon, at least using the blockchain. But for the token side, that's where we can really maneuver and make it our own. And so what we've done is we've we've mixed it with the fundamentals of Bitcoin. And so as as most of your users probably know, is that Bitcoin has a twenty one million cap, and in order to mine new coins you have to utilize energy or Bitcoin miners to mine that new coin and solve whatever 256 bit equation it is. Mm -hmm. So how we changed it within our tokenomics is that Zenbase, instead of using energy to mine the token, we use time spent meditating to mine the token. And just like you have the hash rate in Bitcoin, where more miners in increased amount of hash, Makes it difficult to mine tokens. The more users and more time, total time spent meditating, will make it more difficult for people to mine a token. So what that
0: does? Yeah, you can go ahead, man. The thing about it is, the audience a bit about crypto are people who really don't understand it at that level. The way you're talking about, I get it, but I mean this. This is a subject matter thing I've studied for a while. So why don't you just break it down simply, like you were talking to, like your aunt at a picnic?
3: Yeah. So basically, all of your meditation, yoga classes, uh, whatever wellness activities we offer, so much more in the future, all of those will be recorded live on the blockchain, and that's how we reward you. And we keep track of that, and then you can use our Zen token currency to buy wellness products like yoga mats, trade it in for gift cards, NFTs. We like, we have something in the future and in development, excuse me, called wellness NFTs, Mm -hmm. where people say you make meditation music. You can literally turn your sound into an NFT for people to stream or even a yoga class NFT. And you'll get royalties for that. All of our creative artists get royalties. So if you're a yoga instructor, you can come to ZenBase completely for free and start earning uh, Zen token royalties.
0: So, let, 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 okay. so let's say that I'm a yoga, I, I go to yoga three times a week. I don't. And let's say that I meditate for half an hour a day. I don't. You don't? I, I don't. But, but let's just say that I, I did things, right? Am I now going to my yoga class with my phone so I can record it on the blockchain? I'm just. I'm not not tracking it the way for practical use because the people I see here in N.S.A. Mitas, the way they're carrying a mat, they're carrying a a, a metal bottle of water, right? And they've got a certain type of clothing on and they're like very minimalistic. So I'm just trying to understand how we get from that to this technology situation where we're incorporating.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. And definitely... We all have our preferences. And that's why at ZenBase, we are keeping the doors open for mindfulness. Meaning that everybody has their outlet in calming the mind, slowing the thoughts, and being present. The question is what that activity is. Some people like me at moments would be going to a hot yoga class with 20 other sweaty girls and guys, while other people will-
1: Preferably girls, right?
2: Preferably. Other girl, other people <laughs> would sit <laughs> in the cave and just be alone and listen to their thoughts. And so at ZenBase, what we're doing is for and in order to accommodate to all is that the definition of mindfulness is anything and any activity that helps people stay present. And so what we've entitled within the application is that we have categories such as guided meditations, silent meditations. We even have timers where you can just sit there and it tracks your time while you're meditating. We have hypnotism. We have yoga, Tai Chi, qigong, Gong, all activities that we think that could help people. And we're looking to expand our library. So we, we told you like the, the tokenomics and fundamentals of the cryptocurrency, but I definitely would love to tell you like, the distribution process in how our ecosystem builds upon itself. Breach. Okay. All right. So, the reason why ZenBase will be taking over and disrupting the meditation industry is because we have created a positive feedback loop. What I mean by that is that let's say you listen to 10 minutes of a guided meditation, and at that time, let's say 10 Zen token are distributed for that 10 minutes. Seven seventy 70% would go towards the user and 30% would go towards the content creator. Keep in mind, it's gonna be as such a YouTube or SoundCloud to where any yoga teacher, any meditation teacher, any mindful teacher will be able to upload their content within ZenBase, creating an open library of mindfulness. And so, like I was saying, Since both content creators and users get incentivized, it then creates a positive feedback loop as more users enter the program or our project, more content creators will be incentivized to create higher quality content and everybody is getting paid more as the user growth grows. So where are you guys in the project right now, as far as where we are in in Q3 of
0: 2022?
3: So, we haven't launched yet. We haven't done any sort of ICO. Uh, we're treading very Yeah, Yeah,
2: it's just an yeah. idea right now. Like, we haven't even... <laughs> yeah, no, we, we just came out with the app, like, three days ago. <laughs> we made it to the app store. It, it's, so.
0: it's not just an idea. You guys have burned your boats. You've quit your jobs. You're moving in together. So, so you can start. ideate on this uh, as much time, you know, as, as possible, right? Yeah, you, we, we were joking. <laughs> yeah, you're not going like to go to Sinopolis and eat popcorn and watch the bullet train. Yeah, you're going to spend that time working on this project or meditating. So I mean, c- certainly there has to be some type of milestone before you guys actually freeze to death and starve to death and get evicted. So it's not just an idea. I just want to reinforce that. It's, it's not, not an idea. My right. idea Is yeah, I want to go to Norway. That's an idea. Okay. And that's as far as I've gone with it. So I, I, when you say it's just an idea, I just, I refuse to let you guys cheapen yourself.
3: No, we are, as Jesse was saying, we are going to be meditation, a billion dollar unicorn. There is, we are actually the first on the app store to have a meditate to earn application. Um, We had the idea over. Probably It was probably a year and a half ago. We posted the social media, very first person company to do this. Um, In the following months, there were some other companies that have tried to replicate what we are doing. They haven't been able to. And like I said, we're, we're the first to get on the App Store. And what's really cool, Jesse just said, we released on the App Store last week. We're already working on the second version, which has all those cool categories. He was saying like hypnosis etf tapping grounding you can literally stick your feet in the grass which is supposed to be good for you and get rewarded with cryptocurrency so we have a lot of plans that are coming and in that second version of Zenbase, we like to call it v2 that is when the blockchain integration will happen
0: well you know uh it sounds really ambitious it sounds really cool I I think probably I would have to like see it and have some practical application. And I'm I'm just gonna talk about behavior, right? I I wasn't liking the way I was feeling and I was told by the doctor, you gotta start losing some weight. Now, that never had to be a situation. That that never had to be a situation that I actually had to deal with um, when I was a kid. I had a low metabolism. I was always going to ate whatever I wanted, but you get to a certain age where that, that comes with uh, a high metabolism or whatever, you, know, you just get fatter quicker. By the way,
1: you got a high metabolism, so it, it got rid of the fat and then you have a low metabolism. So so you don't you, you do not do it as fast now, right? <laughs> question, right, before you go into your monologue, question for the guys. Do you guys include working out as part of the mindfulness technique?
3: It's not in a roadmap. It's definitely, we're not saying no we would be open to doing that actually.
2: Yeah. As as we were saying, that anything that people find yeah. presence in my like, physical... row, roll,
1: I'll roll for 30 minutes. I'll roll for an hour on my roller machine, right? That's and I'm amazing. listening to my music and I'm you know that kind of thing. And i and i that's that's my that's my zen. Like I'm I'm like I'm just listening. I'm focusing on my breathing, right? You go in, breathe you, you know, and then you breathe out as you as you pull, right? That's the whole that's the whole rhythm. It's the same thing yeah.
0: with meditation. And, and I, four I, in. And for me, it's uh, just repetitively hitting balls. There's a Zen thing to it. More so, more <laughs> so than action. But what I wanted to say is, I got this app to lose weight called My Fitness File, right? And it, it, at first, it just took a while, but then I got addicted to the behavior of it because I thought so it was going to benefit me. And I think that that will actually have have it happen for you guys too. The question is how, how do you see this? There's gonna have to, have to be some type of organic consciousness that makes this thing catch fire. What do you guys, what do you guys think that's gonna be?
2: Yeah, great, great question. So the wonderful part about ZenBase is that the market has already been created, mm-hmm. that Headspace and Calm have already reached billion dollar valuations with millions of users. Now, the thing is that currently what these users are doing are paying for mindfulness, paying for enlightenment. Obviously, that's a conflict of interest. So what we've done at Zenbase is flip the scripts and here we are rewarding the user to right. take care of themselves. Well, there are gonna be a lot of
1: gurus that are gonna be mad at you. You're going back to the skinner behaviorism, like uh, repository reinforcement is what you're talking about. You're going back to the 50s. Yeah, using using like they were better.
2: (laughs) What's that? Times seem like they were less indulging,
0: you know what? That, yeah, they're simpler. David would know he's from that century. That's right. As a matter of fact, (laughs) Army, it's like we did like this with the musket, (laughs) anyhow. Um, so tell everybody how they can get a hold of you and if they want to get involved or want to participate, plug yourself.
3: Yeah, so uh, we just launched on the App Store. The app is called ZenBase, one word. Um, Our website is zenbase.us. You can either search us up on the App Store or go to our website, download the application. Uh, We already have five-star reviews, great reviews on the app. People are loving it. And the earlier you join, that results in more Zen token rewards for you. So we really encourage early adoption of this platform because as Jesse said, there's only 21 million to give out. So it's just gonna keep getting scarcer and scarcer. And what happens when something becomes scarce, becomes more valuable, people want it more. So go download the app right now. And you can always, please, please reach out to us. Uh, Meditate at zenbase.us is uh, the best email.
0: Well, it, it, it sounds it sounds really great, and I'm going to wish you guys the success. And more more importantly, I'm I'm looking forward to having you guys back on as you get to another iteration, like when you get your V1 complete to your satisfaction, working on V2 and V3. So, uh, I just want to say, Connor Chase and Jesse Friedleiter, thank you so much for spending the time uh, with the bit about crypto audience today. And uh, Dave Hampton, Robo Recruiter. And uh, remember, I'm David James, the Job Whisperer. And remember, everybody can whisper.